Hi everyone, I've taken a longer break from recording these podcasts, so hello again. If you listen to me regularly, thank you so much for your patience. I have a uh, sort of Russian revolution happening in my life right now, but I am happy to be here again, recording and connecting with my fellow immigrants. And today I'm going to talk to you about low self-value. How to tell if this is what you're dealing with, with low self-worth. This subject is really dear to my heart because I dealt with this problem for many, many years of my life. I had low self-esteem and low self-value and what comes with that very low level of self-confidence. I still have some areas I need to adjust my self-value in but today it is so much better than what it used to be. I remember being a young child receiving a compliment from my aunt who said, after not seeing me for a long time, who is this beautiful girl? Inside my head was a voice. What is she talking about? There was absolutely no way I could see myself as beautiful or valuable or good. As far as I was concerned, I, I was not beautiful and not a good person. I was also not good enough for others to be kind and loving towards me. So today, when I talk about this, when I go back to Poland, this perplexes some people. How could I not see my beauty or value? Maybe like you, I'm a beautiful example of how our human brain interprets anything as it wants, and just because the majority would agree to something, if our belief within is opposite, it does not matter what others think or how they see us. It doesn't matter what they assume about us. So other people might have seen me as beautiful, but in my own eyes I was very ugly and definitely not good enough. Now, Even though I just told you that today it's a completely different story and I am presenting this from a point of contrast, meaning in the past I had a low self-value and today I can see it and act accordingly, I want to make it clear that self-value, just like your self-confidence and your self-worth, they fluctuate. It's not that one day we have none and then we change our mind and poof. From here on out, we see ourselves as valuable because we exist. And there is nothing we need to change to be more valuable. And there's no one that can take it away from us. It's not like that. It's a process, right? It's not that we all of a sudden see ourselves through this lens and there is nothing that can change this. Your self-worth, your self-value and self-confidence will change. So, if we had a scale with zero being no self-value and ten being you understand that you are valuable and you don't doubt that, so when you were 20... You might have been at 10. 
because maybe you moved to the States to study medicine and you felt you were on top of the world with all the amazing adventures and possibilities. And yes, life was throwing all different kinds of challenges at you. Since we, immigrants, know it is not easy to move to and live in another country. But you were doing great. And overcoming these challenges only strengthened your sense of self-confidence and self-value. But then you met this really incredible guy and you fell in love with him. He was the love of your life. But after a few years, he left you for someone else. And you completely fell apart. You didn't know what went wrong. So your only interpretation was, of course he left. I wasn't good enough for him. This belief is obviously going to influence how you see yourself, right? So your self-value in your own mind might drop from 10 to 5. And then, let's say, it takes five years to find a new partner. And during the time you think that there's definitely something really wrong with you and your self-value will keep on dropping down, right? So today, let's say you are at three. You used to be at ten, then at five, and now you are at three. But out of nowhere, you meet this new amazing guy who looks at you like you're the most beautiful person on the planet. And that changes so much how you see yourself. Your self-worth goes back up to 10. So this is what I mean when I say your self-value, your self-worth, your self-confidence will fluctuate. But today I'm going to walk you through different signs of low self-value so that you can see if you might be suffering from it, you can self-diagnose in a way. So first of all, a person who has low self-value is going to be constantly criticizing herself or himself. You know how we all have this negative self-talk in our heads? When your self-value is low, the volume of that voice is turned up high. As an immigrant, you might be thinking... I'm not from here. I don't know what to do. I can never do anything right. That one was in my head for many years after I moved here to United States from Poland. Here's another one. I'm just a terrible person. I never get things right. No one wants to get to know me because everyone thinks I'm a weirdo. I hear that one a lot. From my immigrant coaching clients. Other people have it easy. But me? I'll always be struggling. That's just my luck. God keeps on punishing me. So, that is the first thing. If we have low self-value, these kind of thoughts will show up in our minds a lot. Another thing that often happens is that we create in our head an imaginary character that we think we should be. 
we have this ideal and we should all over ourselves because we also have an internal compulsion to strive towards that ideal. So when I say we should all over ourselves, this is what it sounds like. I should be speaking better English. I should not have an accent. People don't like it. I should know this. I should be smarter and know what I'm talking about. This is a common thought when we immigrants are in a group of Americans who are talking about something like a movie or a song or a TV program that was around back in the day and they know exactly what they're talking about, right? Because they've seen it since they have grown up here, but we have no idea what they're talking about because we grew up somewhere else. But we think that we should know it. Here's another one. I should be making more money so my family would be proud of me. I should be nicer to other people. I'm always so frank. American women are so polite. I should be more like them. I should be better at my job. I'm an immigrant. Everyone here thinks I'm different. If they were firing people, they would fire me first. I should be a better daughter or a better son. I should be going to see my parents more often. I should be a nicer mom. I criticize my children way too much. You know what's fascinating? In my practice, this happens with every single client. I'll ask them to list some positive qualities they possess. And it will be difficult for them to come up with even just a few. But when I ask, what should you be like? Hmm, that's easy. Because our brains love to point out our shortcomings. And as a result, we exaggerate our shortcomings and weaknesses. It's kind of like we're not seeing a balanced version of ourselves. Other people see us differently. They see the complexity, the good and the bad. But we only see the negative in ourselves. And we also undervalue ourselves and our achievements. We don't see our own efforts and what we've accomplished. So you might be a doctor living in California, originally from Lithuania. You came to the US as a young girl. You felt like an outcast, a weirdo, but you're very smart. And with hard work, determination and dedication, you finished one of the best medical schools in the US. You're very successful now, but it's never enough. Because even though you have overcome many struggles, your brain simply doesn't see it. It's like, you know you've done it, but it does not really mean anything. There is always more to be accomplished. Whatever you've done, it is never good enough, no matter how hard you try and what you do. This is very typical dynamic inside of our brains when we have a low self-value. On top of that, we compare ourselves with others. But, oftentimes we immigrants are not comparing ourselves to the people who started like us. We don't compare ourselves to our friends from the country of origin. Oh no, that would be too easy. 
If you live in the US, you most likely compare yourself to Americans, right? We look around and we think we should be as successful. It's like we delete the whole immigrant element in our journey. And as we compare, we see where we're lacking. We think we should be as successful, as established. And unfortunately, we do not take in consideration who we are because we just don't see ourselves clearly. We don't see our limitations. So we set that bar really high, so high that we cannot reach it because we are setting it for that imaginary version of ourselves that we think we should be. How cruel. Do you see how cruel that is to completely dismiss your achievements, your strength and your weaknesses and to give yourself a goal that you for sure are not going to be able to achieve? You know what? We do this often. So it could be that you have been ambitious trying to achieve something, but you keep on failing. It's like you read the motivational books and watch some really good YouTube videos and you want to be motivated and a high achiever, but when you set the goal, you're not realistic and you end up failing and then you make it mean that of course there's something seriously wrong with you. Since everyone else, once they set a goal, they just easily accomplish it. Everyone else has an easy time being really committed. They don't struggle. You'll struggle. Because somehow, you have a defect. So, you really tend to generalize. That's another sign that you might be dealing with low self-worth. You generalize like this. Everyone has a strong will and I'm always failing because I'm weak. <laughs> so much fun. Ugh, we are so much fun. <sighs> yeah. Now, with all of this, you will most likely feel a lot of shame. Isn't that something? On top of it, let's throw in some shame. Because deep inside you feel embarrassed to be yourself. And if someone else says something not very nice about you, that's gonna really, really bother you. So even though you are an expert at criticizing yourself, if someone else criticizes you, ooh, not good. The words will cut right deep into your soul. You won't know exactly why. But you will feel so, so hurt. And it will be so hard not to start crying. And then when you finally will be alone, you will be thinking about this a lot. How unfair that they said these things. Or that they don't understand you. And you know what? Like if this is really going on and you have a lot of this shame inside of you and you feel like you're being constantly criticized it's gonna be hard to be social right you will not want to be around people and sometimes you might feel really anxious your hands might shake maybe your whole body's shaking if you're around other people now if this is happening to you then you for sure would have even a stronger tendency to withdraw you would not want to meet other people you will say no to different kinds of activities right? 
your friends might be inviting you to, to, to join them for something, but you will always say, ah, thanks, not this time. You will have a low motivation to act. You will not be showing any initiative. Your life step by step will be getting smaller and smaller because you will be focused on keeping yourself safe and comfortable, which is very normal, right? Like, makes sense. But unfortunately, with that comes lower comfort of life. Life becomes smaller. Your circle of friends becomes smaller. You do less. You don't push yourself outside of your comfort zone because it's hard enough to live in the zone you are in. Also, since you have a tendency to focus on what's negative in your life, you're not that much fun to be around with. Like, seriously, let's admit this, yeah? And that in itself pushes people away. They stop inviting you. And since you have a tendency to say no to their invitations, they also might feel like you're rejecting them. I know it's a long list. I'm almost done. But there's one more sign that will clearly show you if you have a low self-worth. If you're gonna have a really hard time establishing clear boundaries with other people, saying no, standing up for yourself, you're gonna feel powerless, not assertive, right? And you will feel resentful often. And you will keep on building evidence that people cannot be trusted. And that the smaller the circle of friends, the better. And year after year, time after time, you will feel more and more lonely. (sighs) Yeah, that's how it unfolds. So, listen, my immigrant friends. If this really got you thinking... If you're like, you're describing me. This is about me. I want you to know that I understand. This was really easy for me to write about because I'm pretty much writing about what was going on within me for most of my life. And this is why I have a special place in my heart for all of you who struggle with low self-worth, and low self-confidence. I know what it feels like. I know it really, really well. And I'm on the other side of it. And let me tell you, friends, it's so much better. It's so much better when you know who you are. And people cannot just sway you left or right. And you're not in this constant people-pleasing mode. And you don't feel bad for standing up for yourself. You're just saying, hey, you know what? Not this time. I don't want to do that. Or when you have a need or a want, you just say it. You don't think 20 times about it. You don't have dramas in your head, imagining things. You just say what you want. You express it out loud. That's very freeing. It's beautiful. And you also know very well what you want. Like, what you want. Not what other people want for you. What are their ideas? No. You know what you want for you. And you have a specific plan of accomplishing it and giving it to yourself. And you also have this like 
deep inner strength because you know that doesn't doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter how life shifts and changes. You're going to have your own back. Meaning you're not going to be attacking yourself for being a human being, for having um, negative qualities. You're just going to be okay. You're going to be okay with it all. Yes, someone will be criticizing you. You agree with them. Because you just don't hold that impossible standard for yourself. You own it all. The good and the bad. It's a beautiful place to be in, my friends. And I want to help you create this. For you. So this is why I've created a course. It's a boot camp. It's a self-confidence boot camp. To help you overcome this low spot. I know it's not easy to live like this. It's actually really, really hard. And you know what? This is what I know today. It's unnecessary. You do not have to be living like this. You do not have to be wishing that you were different, that you were like others, smart, beautiful, skinny, perfect in every way. It's them, always perfect, and us, never feeling like we fit or that we're enough. None of that is necessary, seriously. I'm on a mission to end this whole dialogue, this black and whiteness. This not enoughness. I'm on a mission to finish this whole BS, this not enoughness. And especially us immigrants. Seriously. It's so hard to do what we did. To move to a different country. To start your life over in a completely different environment. I feel like we really deserve this. We really deserve to see our strength because we have so much strength within within us. This course that I created is for women only. So I'm sorry, guys. All the men, I'm very sorry, but I work with women only. So if you are a female and you know that you really could use some help developing inner strength, or seeing the strength that you already have, right? Because if you're an immigrant, you have the strength already. This is a matter of you seeing it. And also developing and creating some other skills. I want you to really consider checking my bootcamp out. I will post a link in the description of this show. In this bootcamp, I teach how to develop the self-confidence you wish you had. How to develop self-trust. So that you can actually respect yourself. How to look at your current thoughts about who you are and how to change it. And how to consciously feel and process any emotion. So that you really feel in charge of yourself. No matter what someone says to you. Or what they do. As a result, you're going to know yourself way better. And you're going to feel stronger. And no one will ever, ever take that away from you. The skills I teach are for life. And you know what? They come really handy when you go for your own version of Russian revolution. Like I am going through it right now. When something unexpected happens. And your world changes completely within minutes. And you have all different kinds of emotions to deal with. 
sadness and grief and heartbreak. You know what? If you know how to handle yourself on regular days, these skills will be priceless when something really difficult happens. You want to have these skills for life. You seriously want to have them. If you care about yourself, you do want to have these skills. They make the biggest difference. This is life-changing stuff. And I am so happy and so proud that it's there for you. And I can help you shift out of this low spot where I've been dwelling for so long. Because I really wish I had this. That's why I've created this. I wish I had someone who would have been saying to me the words I'm saying to you. Who would have said, hey, I can help you. Back in 2005, back in 2011, when I was going through a deep identity crisis because I thought that my life should be different, all of it should be different. I wish I had these skills. My goodness, my life would have been so much different back then. All of it would have been so much different. Okay, see how excited I get about this? Because it makes such a big difference. And I believe in this with every single cell of my body. Please share this episode with your fellow immigrants. And if you found this valuable, please also rate it. Your support means a lot to me. All right, my loves. Have a great day and I will talk to you next time.